Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren of Sidewalk Talk. I'm here with Gigi McGree. What's up? How you feeling? You feeling sexy? We're just out here on this selfie cam. <laughs> oh my god. How you doing, baby? <laughs> So we met like, okay, two, three, we it, met no, like more three, than two, years, three ago. years ago. Uh -huh. I was studying in Sydney. Yeah. And we shot. And it was in this I think you slid in, no, you slid into my DMs yeah. and I slid into your DMs. <laughs> Maybe I slid into yours. <laughs> and we shot. I was like, I remember we pulled up to that building and you were like, we can't go in here. And I was like, fuck yeah, we can. Actually, can I swear? Yeah. Okay. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, we can. And then um, we climbed that fence to get in. Yeah. It was, it was like. so sick. <laughs> Used to be this like warehouse place. Did he DJ there before? I did. I played like a, a warehouse party there before it got shut down because of like asbestos, I think. So that's probably. I'll put pictures of it here, but it was so cool. <laughs> I kind of felt like I was going to fall through the floor because you're all on the second and third levels, like this huge event. It was so it was cool. So sick. And I remember yeah. all the spray paint that was everywhere. And it was just like, yeah. I remember at one point I was like, I'm just going to take my clothes off. And you were like, <laughs> Okay, Gigi, <laughs> do your thing. <laughs> those aren't online, though, I think. No, no one's seen those. They're just for us. us. <laughs> just for us. <laughs> Never oh know. But you were, so you were born in Sydney, right? Born in Sydney. Um, moved here about, I think it's, I think I counted eight months ago. Um, yeah. yeah, and it's been amazing since I moved yeah. here. Like, work has just been so tight, and everything's kind of been happening really fast and really natural, and, like, I've made so many good friends, and yeah. I think everyone kind of fucks with me because I'm, like... Super psychotic, but like really normal. <laughs> I like love that. That's how you want to put it. Yeah. I don't know. Everyone's like, Gigi, you're crazy, but you're yeah. real cool. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Were your parents born in Sydney as well? My dad's actually South African and oh. my mom's German. Oh. Yeah, so they both weren't born in Australia, but they both came to Australia. Yeah. Are they like musical or like art backgrounds? No. Hey, okay. Um, there was no music there, yeah, by the way. <laughs> um, no, um, my, I'm the only musical, like, one in my family. And yeah. I don't, like, I am musical, but, like, I think I'm just obsessed with music. I, mm. I don't play, like, I don't play any instruments. I play, like, a little yeah. bit of the guitar, but, like, nothing wild. Like, and with singing, I just figured it out. Yeah. So I just was, like, I, like, sung a couple of things, and my friends were, like, yo, you have a dope voice. I was, like, okay. <laughs> I guess I'll pursue that now. <laughs> what do they do then, your parents? Uh, my dad's in property and my mum's like a health coordinator for primary schools. Oh, that makes sense. Weren't you studying that in uni? Like poverty? I was, yeah. Pro how do you remember that? How do you remember that? Yeah, I was studying property economics. That's right. Because I'm smart. I'm smart. <laughs> what do you... So it was just because of her dad that made you want to study? Like, did he... My dad was just like... care about poverty economics? I, I did, but like... I like have crazy ADHD, so my dad was just like, if you don't figure out like the next move before you finish up school, yeah, like I know you, you're gonna get a little like all over the shop. He's like, so just figure out, like just do what I do, and then just go from there. Oh. And I was like, okay. And then like I don't know how I got the marks that I did to get into that, but I because I never went to school ever. Like I mean, like I think I had 52 days off a semester. Yeah. So that means I think I only went to school like 25 days in like a semester or something like that. Yeah. I never went to school. Then when I got my UAI, which is like your marks, you know, yeah. at the end of the year, I got like an 84. 
Whoa, and I was like, I know. This comes actually my, to your veterinary poverty. My, my mom was like, nah, they fucked up. And I was like, no, nah, mom, I'm just a really smart gal. So, yeah. Oh my god. I think it's just like if I know I want something, I'm like the kind of psycho that, like, if I see something, I'm like, I want that. Or if I want to do something, like, I just go like 190,000 percent and it kind of just always ends up working because yeah. I don't stop until I get it. So I figured out when I was like, I should just go to uni. I was like, okay, fuck, you have like a month to like figure it out yeah. and go to uni. Yeah. How do you describe yourself back then growing up, maybe in high school? I've been the same. I'd, I've been the same since I was like like two years old. Yeah. Like I'm, I don't think I ever, I don't think I'll ever grow up. I'm like Peter Pan, but I think that like my brain, or like my maturity levels have gotten a lot. I think I, I can deal with life a lot better. But I, I'm still complete, absolute yeah. fucking psychotic. Is it from your humor. parents that you got really a lot of energy from? My dad. Yeah, <laughs> my dad's like, when people meet me and then they meet my dad, they're like, oh, the I same. get it now. Like, we just, I don't know what it is, but there's just something that's tweaked in our brains that, like, our energy levels, like, I don't really sleep much. I sleep, like, four hours a night. Um, I, everyone probably watches as much as they can have <laughs> They're like, yeah, I, it's just like, it's it's kind of annoying though because I'll be lying asleep, like, I'll, I'll be lying in bed, like, trying to go to sleep. Yeah. And it's like a full process for yeah. me to go to sleep. Like, it's like, phone down for two hours before sleeping, like, and then I have to, like, almost meditate and then I can finally get there and then I wake up at about 6 a.m. every morning and I'm like, hi! <laughs> like, it's just like, you know how people are like, I'm, I'm a morning person, like, I need to, like, wake up. I'm yeah. like, the second I open my eyes, it's like, I've been awake for 10 hours so it's like yeah. some of my friends are like gg like don't come into my room or, like don't talk to me for like at least two hours oh my god because they're like you're just too much in the morning how did you find music initially like way back when um i think so my dad owns used to own nightclubs and i remember like i used to put on these parties and i was like 16 and i used to just I don't know what happened, but I remember just being like, fuck, like, I just want to play the music because I, I want to control, like, everything in the party. Like, you know, I kind of know what my friends want to hear. And I kept booking these DJs, and they were all great. But, like, I knew that there was, like, something else that they kind of needed. Like, and then I just kind of started fucking around with decks. Wait, so you DJ at her dad's nightclub? Uh -huh. That was the first, okay. Yeah, that was kind of the first. And then... After that, I kind of like started reading a little bit more into like music theory. Yeah. And then it was just like, a, yeah, as I said, like I get obsessed with things like yeah. very heavily, and I think music just became one of them. And like, you know, I started off um, with vinyl, and then I went to like Serato, and then that was when I used to only play hip hop, and then I found bass music, and then I was like, uh. oh, I, this is why I'm supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. What were the initial artists you were listening to? Like, like back for in the day, and for the Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, um, I was obsessed with Eminem. Um, I would say like, and like Nelly and Ashanti and Ja Rule. Yeah. You know, like yeah. who everyone used to fuck with back then. Um, who else? Like, I don't know. Like Cypress Hill. Were your friends listening to all that? In not Sydney? really. So you just found it by? Was it through the internet that you found it, or? I think it was. I don't really know how. I think I just like. Yeah, I guess the internet, I would say. But the internet wasn't heavily music-driven back then. Yeah. So you, you know what I mean? So you just CDs in the store? Yeah, just yeah. going into, like, Sanity. Remember Sanity? 
the CD store. Oh, I think so, yeah. And I would just like, you know how you could like pick and like listen to like four or five CDs at yeah. a time? I would just stand there with headphones and then just oh. be like, okay, I remember actually like, this is like gonna sound like the worst thing, but I've only ever stolen one thing in my entire yeah. life and it was a CD. Wait, which CD? <laughs> I think it was 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. yeah, so that's the only thing I've ever stolen. <laughs> but I mean, it, it kind of guess it maybe got me to where I am yeah. today. So, but since you started liking music, so did you ever think of like studying like music or like going straight into like DJing, producing? I kind of I I've, I've taken production classes. I can produce to a level where I can get things to people. But I mean, on the technical side of things, I think that I found what I'm really good at, and that's writing lyrics doing melodies and I'm just gonna probably focus on that because I think if I tried to add like have like heavily production like heavily production heavily producing into yeah. that kind of I think I would just be overloading myself and it's just like I think just find what you're really good at and just stay with that because like I've only I'm like two years into singing and since then like you know I've had some amazing stuff come out like I've had the collab with um Zed's Dead and Nightmare then I've had the song with Jaws I've had my own song come out you know and I've got this yeah. year it's gonna be my biggest year yet because like I've got some I don't even know how these people fuck with me but I've got some dumb yeah. shit coming out like it's just See, crazy yeah like I've met people and they're like oh yo you're Gigi and I'm like you know who I am <laughs> this is weird <laughs> but yeah I I think it's it is important to like know production but yeah. In saying that, like, I just think it's more important to find what you're really yeah. good at and excel in that. But you, but why do you choose to study property instead of music? Oh God, I just think I didn't really know. Like, I was a kid. Like, I was like 17 when I finished school and I went into mm. uni. So I just was just like, you know, you kind of just do what your parents say. My dad was just like, just do this. And then I didn't finish my my uni course. Like, I stopped as soon as I kind of found music. Like, and and I was like, okay, like. I'm like sitting here like scratching and like you know fucking around with turntables rather than like doing my like uni assignments yeah. and I was like I'm just wasting everyone's time yeah. and my parents are so supportive they were just like what do you want to do and I was like I think I want to DJ and I think I want to like pursue music and they were like do it then yeah. so like I got a job at like a cafeteria and then I used to work at a clothing store and like I just kind of like that was my wage until I like was able to find myself and become like you know yeah. make DJing my only career yeah and so, then yeah. was it easy after after you quit school to um, get jobs and like DJ? Or was it difficult in Sydney? It back was. Then? It's always kind of been. I think it's been. It was. It wasn't easy, but because I mean, I used to play for like twenty five dollars an hour. Yeah. Like I used to play for nothing, and like I think once people saw how passionate I was, and plus like you know, I'm a really. I'm pretty easy to talk to. I'm pretty fucking lively all the time. So everyone was just like, yo, if we get Gigi to play, she'll bring like her cute girlfriends. Whoa. They'll have fun. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think people just saw the transition of that. And then, you know, then they saw that I could actually DJ and I could actually like play great music. And then it just kind of started like really fast. And then, oh my God, they're playing Britney Spears now. Yeah. Do you get that? They look like hey. Britney. All the time. Yeah. Britney Spears. This is just like exactly I know. <laughs> on both sides of me. <laughs> Britney Spears and Anna Faris. Yeah, everyone's like, you know, you look so like I'm like Anna Faris. You know when she like eats the toothpaste in that movie? Yeah. I'm like, you're just saying that because I'm a fucking psycho. And they're like, no, <laughs> you do look like her. But yes, you do look like someone that should eat toothpaste. <laughs> oh my god. And then, 
So what happened after you started getting those? Did you? How long ago after was the Yeah Pussy stuff? Was that what year was that? They started. That was at? like I think Yeah Pussy's been around for like two years now, and that kind of started. Me and my brother were like. We were in Bali, I think, and like he would just like say stuff to me and be like, yeah pussy. And I'd be like, you're pussy. And then like, I don't know what happened, but like I, I made a couple of t-shirts and then my first t-shirt run, I made like, I think I made like 500 t-shirts just to like give out to friends and whatever. I sold that out within like a month and a half and I was like, yo, okay, I see you. Yeah. And then I started making, you know, like since then I've yeah. done like the windbreakers. The like hoodies. I've got like the raincoat attire that you saw, um, and you know the the aim of that is in you know over the next year year or so is to turn that into like a fully fledged like yeah. creative agency where it's just like you know I want to bring in photographers and producers and yeah. like you know just creative humans that are like not afraid to be different and and not you know step out of the boundary because it's like yeah pussy's so bold. So many people are putting pressure on girls to be like females. Like, blah, you know, like, go do it for the girls. But I'm just like, do it for people. Like, yeah. do it for anyone. Like, it doesn't have to be a sexist thing because I feel like if we, like, box it in, I don't know, so many people are like, you need to have girls on the lineup. You need to support the girls more. It's like, no, if girls don't fit, don't book us because that's making us our own victims. How, well, how did, when did you start getting this mindset? I think when I saw, when I first met you, you were still all about like the girls and yeah, like, pushing that. I, I was, I'm definitely still all about girls, yeah. but I think that like, I think it just got so heavily, like, you know, girls were just, they were just so obsessed with it that it's like, it took away what the actual meaning was. Like, you know, girls should empower girls, but girls should empower boys as well. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's like really nice because girls are able to, you know, take over men's jobs and do things that, you know, guys are supposed to do because, you know, being a DJ or being in the music, like, I think uh, guys were always like expected to be DJs. Like now these days, like people are like, yo, you're a chick. Like, oh, you play bass music and you're a chick. Yeah. Like. I did, but I also just like, I don't want to make that a focus. I just want people to fuck with me because they actually genuinely like me. Yeah. You know, and then I think when people just started really playing on that whole like, oh, do it for the girls. Like, I just think that kind of turned me off because I was just like, no, I don't want people to fuck with me because I'm a girl. Because that kind of stands for everything that I'm going against. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So just like an overtime realization. I just think too many people jumped on board and like yeah. too many people were fighting for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. But in saying that, like, I, you know, I think girls, we, as being females, we definitely have a bond towards each other. So maybe it is easy to work with girls. Like, when I saw you, I was like, yo, it's easy because, like, you know, you know what I like. I know what you like because we're both yeah. females. And sometimes in things, situations like that, I'm like, yes, please be a girl. Please be a girl. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, when you were younger, you were in, like, rap battles, right? Oh, my God. I actually got into one last weekend. Really? Heavy. I need to stop doing that when I go out, because, like, I see people, and they're like, yo, it's Gigi. And I was like, I can battle your ass. And then everyone's like, do it. And then, yeah, I actually, I, like, I need to stop doing that. I'm not, like, I'm not a rap battler anymore. They were, they were my old days. I'm now a sophisticated lady. <laughs> but did you compete? Like, you were actually, like, trying to improve and, like... I, no, it was always just a fun, a fun thing. thing. Like, I was always just, like, you know, on the side of the street, and I'd be, like, seeing a guy, and I'd be, like, yo, you don't know. And then I would just start <laughs> rap battling, and then my friends were, like, what's wrong with you? And I also do this thing as well, like, when I, whenever I walk or whenever I perform, I, like, grab my imaginary penis. So, like, oh. me in a rap battle is like this, literally, like, the whole time, like, just thinking that I'm, like, yeah. freestyling and, like, killing it. And they're like, you look like you're trying to be a baby boy. A baby boy. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. <laughs> Idiot. Idiot. <laughs>
How did you meet like Vanessa Hudgens and everyone early on? I met V when I was like, we've known each other, we counted actually last night. I've known her for five years. Wow. Crazy. Um, we met actually in Bali. Some of the greatest things in my life happened in Bali. <laughs> um, and we were just at, like I was DJing for an event uh, for Oakley and she was being flown out there as a, I think it, like an influencer or something like that. Yeah. And we sat across the tables from each other at this restaurant and instantly we were just like, hi, hi. And we just became friends. Like it was like one of those things where, you know, like, I guess like, you know, how you met your boyfriend, like you yeah. just, I think friendships are like when you like bond with someone, like you just bond. And we literally, like, after that, never kind of... I don't think there's been a day or, like, a week where we haven't really, like, just been like, hey, what's up? Yeah. It's pretty yeah. crazy. And, like, since... That's why, like, since moving here, like, you know, she's been my best friend since pretty much the day we met. So moving here, the whole transition was just... I just fell into where I was supposed to be, you know? Yeah. Like, and I'm super grateful for that because, like, I wouldn't have had that without, you know, having such amazing friends. Yeah. How about Rita Ora? I still speak to Rita a fair bit. She's like my like crazy friend. Like whenever we're in the same town together, like me and her will just go out for, you know, a, a dinner. And then we end up like just getting way too drunk at Mel's yeah. diner or something like that. <laughs> and then like doing dance offs and, you know, she's, she's amazing. Like she's the kind of girl that like I can go out with and like me and her will be somewhere and like it's like me and her are the only two people in the fucking room yeah and that's like that's a super special bond as well so it's nice is it sometimes crazy with the paparazzi if you guys are like even just going outside there Vanessa's like amazing because she doesn't let it affect her life and I think that that's another reason why moving to LA like you know how people are like oh LA can eat you up mm -hmm. like I think the reason why I've felt so stable is because of her because nothing affects her Whoa. like she's like they can take photos because I'm just living my life like she doesn't do anything that she doesn't feel comfortable enough for people to see mm, and for sense. me that's so inspiring like literally like we'll walk through Walmart or, or anywhere and we'll just be dancing or like even Ralph's we went to Ralph's like two days ago and we're in the supermarket and we're just playing with the trolleys and like I was spinning her around and stuff people don't and I think that's the reason as well why people don't really recognize her so, so much like when we're out is because she's literally just being herself. Yeah. So I guess they only want to see like the very gossipy stuff. I don't know. Yeah, and it's like if you it's feed that, if you feed yourself, <laughs> uh, if you feed that, like I guess like you're your own worst victim. But yeah. it's like if you just don't let it affect your life, it's like anything. So how did you start even booking big stuff in your city? Was the, was the Pharrell stuff happening in Australia, like Azalea Banks? Yeah, did... that was like so the first like big thing that I booked was Future Music Festival. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Um, and I, so I did that full tour, and then I toured with Wood, and then I toured with Rudimental, yeah. and then after that, it kind of like, and then I met my amazing, amazing, like my fucking life, my manager. Um, we basically, like, she was working at Ministry of Sound at the time, because the agency that I was with, like, joined with Ministry of Sound. Mm. Um, and me and her met and it was just like the same same situation with me and Vanessa like I don't know what it was but something in both of our brains just clicked and I knew she was going to be in my life forever and since yeah. being with her like she's the kind of person that like has literally like my dreams like everything that I've ever wanted in my life she makes it that seem like such an easy reality mm, and it's wow. crazy like I literally message her like I like come up like my ideas are like hella psychotic like I come up with 
Oh, I'm playing music. My bad. Um, <laughs> DJing um, this interview too. You know, hey. Um, I like come up with these like, like you know, I'll be come up with ideas like, hey, I want to do like a clip where I'm like skateboarding and but the skateboard lights on fire, but the fire is pink. Yeah. She'll make that happen. Yeah. Or like I'll be like, yo, I yeah. want to work with so and so, and she'll connect the dots and make it happen. Like she's my like. Plus she keeps me like so mentally stable. It's retarded. Yeah. Like. It's, like, such an important thing to surround yourself with, like, amazing, passionate people that are just, like, you know, willing to fucking die for you. And I'm so blessed that I have that. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. What was it like to tour with, like, Pharrell and, like, Wu-Tang? I mean, because you're listening to, like, hip-hop for so long. It must have been crazy. It, it was, but, like, I also feel like when you're in the right place, yeah. you kind of, like, you know, you... you I idolized them, so I was, like, kind of, like... I remember, like, meeting Pharrell and stuff. Like, I was, like, idolized... I used to idolize him. Yeah. And then meeting him, he just, like, sat me down. He's, like, so what's your story? Yeah. And, like, after that, it kind of all goes away. It's, like, you know, when I, I met, like, ASAP. Like, yeah. you know, I was in a studio, and he walked in and was, like, I love your voice. And I was, like, you're so rocky. <laughs> I'm about to die. You know, like, things yeah. like that. Like, and I feel like once you connect on, like, a level of like just being a normal human it all kind of goes away you know yeah and you respect them so much as like an artist so you kind of just like okay like I'm nervous to sing in front of you I'm nervous to do you know like put, show you my art but like at the end of the day they're just as nervous as well so the nightmare when he he met you in Sydney right yeah so me and I was doing I think it was like the, it was like the Flostradamus Troy Boy and Nightmare Tour mm -hmm. and I was doing that with them Tyler was like yo do you sing and I was like Yes. And then he was like, okay. He's like, send me some stuff. And I called Lexi, my manager, and I was like, yo, Tyler just asked me to send him some stuff. Never sang before in my fucking life. Never written a I song. I love it. You just say yes to everything. Like, I just figure it out. Th that's the thing. Like, she, she I, I did a documentary with Vice, for, for yeah. instance, right? I got there. She didn't tell me that I was producing, or like, no, that I was producing, that I was, um, that I was hosting the entire documentary she just sent me there and she was like yeah they're just gonna like film you DJing and whatever and I was like okay this is cool I got them like yo so you're hosting the whole thing like I just like I think that everything that happens I just am like okay yeah I can do that because it's like that's yeah. where you learn so much about yourself you know yeah. but um yeah back to the nightmare and then um the nightmare, <laughs> the nightmare. <laughs> um and then Tyler sent me a message and he was like yo Zed's dead really fuck with this too like do you mind if they jump in and I was like yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say no to Zed's dad. I was like, are you kidding? Like, they've been like, those guys to me are like my absolute family now. Like, mm -hmm. I go anywhere and they're like, GG's here, you know? Like, and that's yeah. another thing that's made this move so nice is because like everyone treats me so well. Like, everyone just loves me and like makes me feel so welcome whenever I go anywhere that it's like, you know, like, it's it's crazy. Like, you, I get, like, fuzzy feelings, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm about to go see my friends. Yeah. Because, like, I know we're about to have the best time ever, and, you know, about to make amazing memories. Yeah. Actually, how did you think of going by Gigi? You used to be DJ Georgia, right? I did. Oh, God. I, like, don't know what, like, I don't know why I did that. I think it's because I was, like, someone was, like, what's your DJ name? And I was, like, Georgia. Yeah. And then I was, like, why would the fuck would I put a DJ at the front of my name like it's like am I like in the 90s like DJ <laughs> um and then yeah I mean everyone used to call me Gigi in high oh, school so it was like a nickname anyway yeah right. it was already I was like already a nickname but like I don't know why I did Georgia. you know what even now when I say to people like when I write emails and it says like from Georgia people are like yo I don't know that your last name was uh, that your first name was Georgia I was yeah. like 
Yep. My first name's not Gigi. I wish I was that cool. <laughs> but were you nervous of like singing and sending that out? Yeah. Yeah. It's like anything that like is your art, is your baby. It makes you so nervous. Like, mm -hmm. get it, boy. Jeez. Um, yeah, I think it's like when it's, you know, you would feel the same. Like when it's your art, when it's your passion, you know, even now when I go into the studio, like I'm doing a, I'm doing a track, I'm, actually I'm probably not allowed to say, but I went into the studio the other week and, um, and I, I get so nervous like when I sing, yeah. but the second that I sing and then I look over and everyone's doing this, they're like, you know, like making these nice faces. I'm like, okay. This is cool. Yeah. You know, have you started doing sing lessons or have you just been I, like teaching I, yourself? I did. I've yeah. I've recently since moving to LA I'm like I'm a I think I'm like six months in singing lessons. Yeah. Yay, <laughs> finally learning how to sing. <laughs> I think I guess, it's like yeah. the thing is is that like I'm never gonna be a trained singer. Um, but I think it's the tone that people fuck with. I sound like a little kid, you know, that has smoked a shit ton of cigarettes. Mm -hmm. So everyone's like, Oh, yeah. do that like which sweet little kid voice I'm like okay you're talking about the kid that like took heroin and like smoked cigarettes but like sounds cute and sweet and innocent <laughs> but really fucked up but, like that one I'm like okay I get it <laughs> and then it always clicked to you early on that you had to be in America to like pursue like the goals that you had I think I just knew that I wanted to be in America I think I think you can kind of, if, if you're like passionate about something you can do it you can do it from an igloo in fucking Alaska yeah. but I think me being here has made me more inspired. So it's like, you know, I'm around so many other artists that it's like nice because you see people out in the street and you're just like, hey, what's up? And they're like, yo, we should do something together. And then the next day you're in the studio and you're making a yeah. baby. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I think it makes the process a lot faster. Um, but in saying that, like, Australia is amazing. Like, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, I'm from there because I feel like music coming out of Australia is the best. Mm -hmm. We are the best. <laughs> you know like yeah. it's just we've got Tame Impala we've got like Flume we've got like the DMAs we've got so many different types of you know producers and bands that it's just like I feel like as well because we're so isolated we like really get caught on our own sounds and we're like this is what we're going to go with yeah was it easy or difficult to get the visa to come here hard as fuck when oh my god it's it's so hard. Yeah. Um, I got it. So I got it when I was in actually in Toronto, and then I moved here from Toronto. Oh. Mm -hmm. So I was um, spending time in Canada because because of Zed's Dead um, and Deadbeats, the label that I release with. Yeah. Um, I just needed to get out of Australia and like, and I had a little tour going on with them. So I went to Toronto, and then I would think I was in Toronto for like maybe a week, and then my visa came through, and then oh, they were like, damn. go from Toronto to LA. And wow. I was like, so I don't have time to go home. And they're like, no, yeah. your show starts here. And I was like, wow. So I basically moved to LA with like two suitcases. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Were and you that's, living in the UK for a bit? I was. I was living in the UK about a year beforehand. Um, I was doing music over there as well. I was kind of in a very weird place in my life then where I wasn't, I still, I was still figuring it out. Like last year in this, well, coming into this year the I think it's like the strongest I've ever felt about mm. myself and passionate about that I know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing yeah because I there's not a day that goes past that I don't think about music that I don't think about making music that I don't think about the people around me that inspire me to make music I think when you're on that wave it's just like there's no going back you know what I mean like yeah. you just know 
So I think that's really cool. Um, and that's why I think this year is going to be like mega. Yeah. Like it's going to be so good. It's going to be so fun. I'm Ooh, so ready. I'm so excited for you. Yeah. And how did you meet um, like Katy Perry and Jesse Andrews? Katy Perry, I met her through my, a good friend of mine, um, Tamra, who does her like day-to-day -day kind of stuff. Basically like her best friend, but like her day-to-day. Um, and I remember I was like somewhere with Tamara and, I, and Katie walked past and I think I was wearing like something like a onesie or something and she's like oh I like your onesie and then we just started talking and then kind of hit it off from there so it's so like, where was this? this is in, in Sydney oh it was in Sydney yeah um, and so like I think that's ha what happens like I can pretty much talk my way underwater and I think it was when it's like when you're in, like when you naturally connect with someone or when you naturally like make friends it's just easy like words just roll off you know when you get into those situations and people just don't talk and you're like yeah. cool I'll just hold the whole fucking thing like I'll just talk my way out of it and then you're like you walk away and I was like that's draining as fuck when I meet people you know like Kate Perry or like Vanessa or whatever all the conversations have just been supernatural and I think that's why we've maintained a friendship mm, yeah I think that's like the key to life is just being like who you are and finding people that are on the similar wavelength to like your creativity and your hyperness and it, it, well maybe not hyperness because like my friends are always like you're not <laughs> but actually I've been really calm in this interview I haven't like I haven't like <laughs> for the most part yeah, yeah compared to our like, shoot really calm Jesse me and Jesse toured together um, around Australia and she's so lovely I don't know if she's still doing music though yeah actually I know yeah I think she was doing jewelry but I think she was always yeah doing that. I'm not she stopped doing Oh, as well, I think. Yeah, she did stop that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, with the other yeah. thing? Yeah. Yeah, oh I think she stopped doing yeah. that too. But yeah, she's lovely. Also, I'm like, I, I think all the girls in the industry are just like, I think it's like really nice, you know, when there can be some really bitchy girls. Mm. Like girls that are like really not for other women doing well and or not for any artists, like I say, doing well. Like, but then there's some really nice ones that are like, you know, like Rez, for instance. Like, oh, that girl is my heart. Like, oh. I absolutely love her. She's so kind. And she's so, like, this year is going to be her biggest year, and she's going to kill it. And, like, I literally, like, when I see her play, I, it melts me. And, you know, like, girls like that, that, like, empower. Not empower, because I hate using that word, but, like, you know, Rez, is, Rez was always so different. You know, and she has a definite unique sound. And that proves to you that if you just stick with what you know, stick with what you're good at, and just go full force if you're passionate about it, you are able to take over the world. Because Rez is going to do big things this mm. year. Like, big, big things. How did the Jaws song come about? Um, so, I, through my girlfriend, Jen, who works at Red Light. Um, so, me and Jen were... We did... I did Red Rocks. And Ghastly... Jen also works with Ghastly. And me and... Wait, I'm connecting all the dots right now. Yeah. Um, and me, so Gus was doing Red Rocks, Jen was at Red Rocks. Me and Jen became really good friends. Jen was like, yo, you should get in the studio with Sam. Me and Sam got into the studio. We like probably like, I think we went in there. We maybe spoke for about an hour. Yeah. And then Sam was like, yo, just go in and like say whatever. And the first things I said were like, it's like a haunting feeling, deep breathing, the first like, opening lines of yeah. the track. And then we make Ghost in two days. Yeah, that yeah, it was really so good. cool. It was really cool. Yeah, and like Sam is just such an amazing producer that he made it, you know, like he made it really easy and really comfortable to work with. Because like that was the first time I've ever met him. Oh wow! And it's, it can be quite scary, like you know, you, when you go into a studio session, like Jaws, like Sam's jaws, like he's huge, yeah. you know. And and I've I've watched him and I've looked up to him for ages, so I was like not nervous, but you know. 
I'm also like, I, I find it really hard to sit in a place for a very long period of time. So Sam was like super open when I was like, okay, I've just got to go for like a mini run around the block right now. And he's like, go do you, go do your thing. <laughs> like he made me feel really comfortable. And I think that that was why we got the best, like why Ghost was so amazing because it was like, again, like super natural. Yeah. And yeah. about Red Rocks, that's crazy. Was I know. Was that a dream of yours? When I found out I was playing Red Rocks, I was literally like, wow. Like, I remember my manager like, yeah. called me and she told me, and she was like, it's gonna be like, this is gonna be a big year for us, Jamie. Yeah. I was like, fuck. And like, I sang my first, the first time I ever sang my first single, as soon as I started singing it, it poured with rain. And it was the most yeah. beautiful. I was just looking at the picture, and I was like feeling goosebumps this morning looking out for the picture like, here, but I was like, holy crap. Literally, like, I remember oh I God. looked over to, at her on the side of the stage, <laughs> And for the first time in my life, I walked off and I was bawling my eyes out. Oh, just of, like, ask, were you crying? <laughs> like, I, I think there's only been like maybe like five times in my life I've cried from like happiness. Like one was when my like little brother yeah. was born, you know, like when you're just so purely happy that you can't control your emotions and you, you cry. Yeah. And I remember That's like there's a photo, songs. there's a photo of me and her. And um, thanks bro, we can see you. Um, there's a photo of me and her and she's got her hand on my shoulder yeah. and I'm looking down and my face is just red because I'm crying. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was very cute. We have, yeah. yeah, it was one of those, yeah. And I feel like that's, yeah, life is just so good. Because yeah. it brings moments like that that you never forget, you know? Yeah. How do you think your music has changed since the early songs that you made? Oh God. They've just gotten so much better. Like, I remember, like, writing lyrics. Because, like, I never want to ever write... Like, there's one thing that I'm super passionate about, and I'll never write anything that hasn't ever happened to me. Like, and so that's why this year as well, like, 2018, I'm going to, like... I want to not feel more, but, like, I'm going to put myself out there a lot more because, you know, I get very complacent with just making music and, and not going out and, 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 you know, and I get so... I just want to be in the studio 24-7 that I feel like sometimes I miss out on, you know, like feeling something for a guy or for a girl or whatever it is that this year I'm making sure that I feel, not, it sounds really dumb, right? Feel more? No, I like that. Okay. Yeah. I just want to be able to create more memories of things that I can tell other people because yeah. I feel like whenever you write songs, like, or whenever you do, you know, write lyrics, other people have definitely felt what you've a writing about before yeah like definitely felt it so it's just like you know when people even with front lines like you know that was written about a guy I used to date in the army when he went to the army oh, wow. yeah so it's just like you know like and since coming to the states I've been so aggro about work and moving forward at a fast pace and and so this year I'm really going to take the time and like you know, make sure I love a little more and yeah. live a little more. <laughs> this kind of ties in the next question, but how do you think you've grown as a person since when you started? Oh, I'm a completely different person. Yeah? Yeah. I feel... I don't... I just feel different. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like I'm more in touch with myself without that sounding, like, completely <laughs> retarded. But, like, you know when, like, people... Are, I feel like I get life, mm. if that makes sense. Like, I feel... I don't know, I just feel different. I don't feel all over the shop. I feel really, like, on a, on a really good road going to a really nice place. Yeah. And I don't, I, don't, I don't doubt myself because I'm confident and I'm, like, really happy with who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I think that kind of reflects when other people are like, yo, like, Gigi, you're always so happy. It's because I generally am happy. Like, I, there's, 
I don't really ever get sad. Wow. And if I do get sad, like, <laughs> I write about it or I go to my friends. And I also, that's another thing. I, I feel like these days, like, negative negativity is, like, so forward on social media. It's like people, you know, I think that people need to focus more on what makes them happy mm. and what makes... If I, I only ever want to write about what makes me happy, so maybe like if someone's feeling sad, they're like, yo, Gigi's doing this. Like, I want to do that, because if that makes her happy, maybe that can make me happy. Yeah. You know? What does love mean to you? Love is life. It's everything. I mean, it's like, I guess it's like the easiest, the easiest, but like it's the, love is like, it gives you that warm, fuzzy feeling. You're like, I'm smiling when I talk about it. You're smiling. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you can't. When you love something, it's a boy, a girl, a friends, your mom, music. It, it's literally the reason why we breathe. Yeah. Because if we didn't love, we wouldn't, we'd have no purpose. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Last question. Love. <laughs> what do you want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered for greatness. Yeah. Just, I want people to be like, yo, she was dope. Like, I want to be remembered for the kind of person that would walk on a stage and light that shit up. Like, and I never yeah. want to be remembered for anything other than happiness and joy and bringing that to other people's lives. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so yeah. much. That was awesome. <laughs> <Hey>. Sorry, <guys. laughs> On that note, we're smiling as fuck right now. I know.